I'll just sing. Fly me to the moon and let me sing about the stars. That's the opening. Back at it again after a, a year hiatus. Yeah, too much. long. I too mean, long, COVID, realistic. COVID took us out pretty good. Yeah, um, and then the other... We're, we're all vaccinated. The other thing that took us out was uh, people not responding to... Text and I'm yeah. not happy so about that. We've You're going to be listening to this. We've had to reformat the podcast a little bit to introduce uh, <laughs> so, Tyler and Matt. Uh, Tyler, if you'd like to say something. Um, uh, I am Dylan 2.0. <laughs> Thank I'm, you, Matt. Uh, Tyler, can you say something? Uh, I am Jacob 2.0. <laughs> just flip what we just said. Yeah. Now I'm confused. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I'll, I'll try my best to do the Dylan opening, which is something about blah, 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 Shark Tank's good show. We're not. Um, and we do bad shows. We're yeah. still a good show, but bad ideas. This is like the British version of the British version because they have like the Dragon's Lair. Dragon's Lair. Like yeah. There's another one in Australia that my boss was telling What's me about. What, what version would that become? I don't know. Is this the British version of the British version? Because the British version. The is British version worse. is called Dragon's Lair instead of Shark Tank. Yeah. So this is like. I'm trying well, to think. I'm this is like the dragons, like outdoor back you know, shit. Like I'm British, to, British is now a tools. synonym for uh, worse. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's always been that way. My uh, so talking about that other version though. My boss was telling me about the Australian version, which is a knockoff of the British version, which is a knockoff of the American one. <laughs> and he was telling me on that Australian one, some guy. Yeah, exactly. Some guy came on there and he had some business idea, and he was asking for like, like a half a million dollars for 10%. So essentially evaluating himself at like $5 million. Yeah. And they're like, how did you come up with that figure? And uh, cause he had like no sales or whatever. Mm -hmm. So essentially what he was saying is Australia has this thing where if they like get a very large thing for, for like a new business, the government to try to help these new businesses start to bring jobs and stuff, they'll, they will match a, um, a investment at like no interest or not low, no interest, but it's like a low interest just to help these businesses start. Mm. So a guy's idea was pitching this and getting one of the sharks to invest so they could get the government grant and then give the shark back their money immediately. That's, I guess that's a good way of no, it's, the system. No, it's super illegal. Oh, and, yeah. But, but one but of the guys that was on the board of the state, of the country's thing that gives out this money was in was at the place. Like he was one of the sharks he was <laughs> pitching at. And the guy's like, like yeah, you know, you can't, you can't do you that. Can't let this fly. Yeah, and he's like, no, you can. He's like, I signed the check that would be coming from the government. I know how this works. You're not getting that money from me. <laughs> oh, that's pretty funny. It's a very close-minded individual, the yeah. Australian government. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they're they must not like to have fun. Yeah, they're they're one big state actually. So I feel like <laughs> the fact that they don't have different territories is very closed. <laughs> yeah, you know, I've actually never looked into like. The structure of Australia. Yeah, Australia is the only country that only has one state, and it's the state of mm -hmm. Australia. Is it a state or is it a nation? No, it, it's also a well, continent. Well, yeah, yeah that's what I meant, continent, oh, not country. Oh, okay. It's on the only continent that is I think they do have, like, country. provinces or, I mean, yeah. that are surrounding have, the big cities. Like, Victoria is, like— well, my mind's has, blown right now. I could is be wrong, Is it a state? Is the whole, no, is the whole so, continent no, a state? It's so the what only— yeah. Is it just Here. a nation? Well, the continent of Australia also includes New Zealand, I think. I don't think so. Well, maybe—I don't know. All I know is uh, what I th what I meant to say is Australia is the only continent with one country, but yeah. instead I broke yeah. it up into countries and states, which is just wrong. Jamie, Jamie, go look that yeah. up. <laughs> is New Zealand in Asia then? Yeah, no, no. Type in uh, it's part Australian of a South Aust is Pole. New Zealand? No, no, no. Backspace is New Zealand part of Australia? Thank you, Jamie. I'll look that up real quick. <laughs> Young Jamie Jackson. New Zealand part of Australian. Uh, young Jamie continent. actually Twitch streams. I haven't caught a stream yet, but <laughs> he's also like young in his thirties. Yeah, he's really young. Oh Compared look, to Joe. Um, yeah, New Zealand is not part of the continent of Australia, but of the separate submerged continent of Zealandia. New Zealand and Australia are both part of the ocean or ocean subregion known as Aust Australasia, with New Guinea being in. That's Melanesia, crazy. Australasia. That was yeah. a lot so, that I just learned. Yeah, well, so I New Zealand is is like it's quote unquote own thing. It's not. Um, it's not part of the seven. Yeah, it's not part of Australia, and it's not part of Asia technically. It's just kind of floating somewhere in between. Yeah, I 
Today I learned New Zealand's actually just Atlantis. <laughs> it's a, when you said submerged I mean, continent, I was like, Atlantis? Yeah. yeah. No, everyone who's been there talks very highly about I've heard New, New Zealand's Zealand. beautiful. It's yeah. on my list of places yeah, to go. Yeah, it's like a, yeah. there are a bunch of short, hairy-footed people there. The they, how do you know? Talk really why do you, cool. Oh, the Hobbit. Yeah, I was like, why do you know their the feet the Rings, have hair? Yeah. You really are Dylan 2.0. i've just seen the hobbit and that's the only exposure to new zealand i've had that's fair i think that's most people's exposure actually you know what i saw this movie when i was a kid that was about was like a horse girl movie that took place in new zealand i don't remember what it was called i didn't know how did horses get to new zealand it's all like landlocked they're pretty good swimmers (laughs) you know i feel like i I feel like you're right. About I, that. Well, I grew up around. I basically was a horse girl, and they. <laughs> <laughs> so boys, I was a horse girl. No, uh, they built like barrels with sticks on the bottom of them, so like they just float and then just paddle. Yeah. So they're not fast swimmers, but I I think it'd be very difficult for a horse to drown. Yeah, it was just a, a paddle boat that you fed. I saw I saw a video of a guy in Canada. So like moose. Sweat meese? Is that what the plural no, is? It's moose. Is moose? No, it's just moose. So so this group of moose are that still sounds so <laughs> that bad. Sounds bad. Yeah. They're swimming across <laughs> this um like lake or whatever to get to the other side. And a guy has a, a speedboat or a motorboat or something and he mm-hmm. drives up to the next to the boat next to the moose, gets out of the boat and rides it and then goes back into the boat. And it, it, yeah, this is like probably the only guy to ever ride a moose. And live. Yeah, not a whole lot the yeah. moose can do in that situation, I suppose. Yeah, I mean, what's That's he supposed to do? Just keep swimming? First bad idea, moose saddles. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, welcome back to Four Mediocre White Men. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> welcome back is just the start. It's of the now, same, but now, now yeah. with two bachelor's degrees. <laughs> yeah, boom, as of today. As of today, congratulations to Dylan 2.0, a.k.a. Tyler. Yeah, Tyler got uh, his bachelor degree in vocal performance, and Evan's just... Bad idea number two. (laughs) (laughs) And Evan got his computer science degree uh, last year. He didn't get to graduate because of uh, the pandemic, but um, he still got the diploma, so that's what matters. Yeah, well, I did did something better than walking the stage, though. Um, As I told you guys... I didn't walk the stage. I never bought like a cap and gown or whatever. I truly graduated then. Well, I thought about that because Dr. <laughs> Shipley said something like, um, I hereby say that these degrees are valid or whatever. I was like, great. Does that mean that I never actually graduated because he never said that to me? Um, Good question. I don't know. It's by the power invested in me, which. Yeah, which that by the, carries a lot of weight. Is it the power vested or the power invested? It should be the power invested, I think, but they always say the power vested in me. I don't know. Like well, they, they always say that so at weddings. Today. Like there's, if someone's ordained, they always say the power vested in me by the state, country, whatever. It's just one of those words that like just gets meshed into each other. Yeah, yeah, a I lot of words in English. English sucks. That, I think it's Let's speak German. Ish, but I don't know German. I don't know any. Uh, I know. Sh- uh, <laughs> we would uh, be doing a lot schnitzel. of schnitzel. Schnitzel, but scream it, and that's German. <clears throat> yes. Um. Uh. Yeah, okay, so bad ideas. I do have one pulled up. All right, so Evan's going to go first. Yeah, I guess we can go first. Uh, we kind of don't have a great structure, but I think that's when we end up doing the best, when I bring something up. Yeah. Let me just talk about it. Are we it. still doing the rating system where you... you? Um, I think I think we can do that whenever we're ready to move on to the next point okay. and just say, like, how, how... And I never really understood the rating system. Are you rating how bad it is or are you rating how good it is? Like, is a low score good or bad? Oh, I was going to say, like, how good it is. Okay. Cool. So then the, lowest score wins. The idea behind it, well... Uh, yeah, I guess that the, that'd be I the point the lowest, I thought the lowest score would lose. Well, unless we're... Who gets the worst? Okay. It isn't no, I think you're right. Tycoons. Yeah. Yeah, I think you're right because if I were to make... I could really just pitch an absolute terrible idea and automatically lose right well, that'd be funny yeah well i think the yeah we're getting caught Maybe up you in can give two different awards for best and worst yeah idea. my my yeah. my bad idea is a car that whenever you start the ignition blows up <laughs> see but the thing is is that doesn't serve a purpose assisted suicide. yeah it's a bad business idea it, ser- it serves a bunch of terrorism but i think it i think it has <laughs> <laughs> this is right off the lot <laughs> <laughs> no, I think. Oh, I think you cannot take this for a test drive, please. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. No, I think the premise should be: 
in theory, sounds and and could work as a good idea, but it's it's gone so far Secretly around. It's bad. Yeah. Yeah. It's gone so far around the normal train of, of, of operations or whatever that it, it's it's it does so much that it's stupid. Mm-hmm. It's a terrible idea. Okay. So, so why would you why would you do that? Why would you waste so much extra? That's true. Resources and time. Yeah. In to doing this thing where you could do it. More efficiently. That's such a terrible idea that it's an actual terrible idea. Yes. Okay. So <laughs> That's I'll, what I'm saying. So I'll go ahead and start it. I think I have a pretty good one. Uh, the inspiration comes from me. Uh, anyone who grew up in a um, American church at all in any form or fashion will know exactly what I'm referring to. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I guess I'll start to the beginning as an actual pitch. So I'll kind of dodge it and then boom, big reveal at the end. So a big idea in today's culture is like crowdsourcing, right? Whether it's crowdsourcing ideas or Kickstarter is a big thing. Indiegogo, I think, is another one. Um, mm-hmm. And it's just like, I'm going to throw this idea out here. If you guys like it. You can support it monetarily. Exactly. Um, so I want to have the idea of this I mean, is a. Wait, isn't that the idea of a church? <laughs> it's I'm going back into it. Ideas. I'm going back into it. I'm going back into it. So so I want, I told you, is yeah. yeah. So I want to have this as like a more immediate thing. Instead of I'm going to give money and then I hope enough people do it or within a few months, uh, you know, like it'll happen and then I might get something, but tons of delays with those issues because it's a big product. Mm-hmm. Um, so instead of on the product, I want to go more on the service side. Um, so you get it more immediately. Mm-hmm. Um, and the idea is that you are going to a crowdsourced dinner, right? So you're paying for a ticket to go to this dinner, but the catch is, is you also have to bring something for the meal. <laughs> a, a potluck. <laughs> yeah, potluck. yeah, exactly. It's a potluck. But, but under different names? Yeah, but you have to pay gathering. for it. It's a potluck, but you have to pay for it. It's a potluck, but you have to bring something still? No, a potluck, inherently, you have to bring something. Yeah, so the but crowd, you still have to pay for it. You have to, you have to pay to join the crowdsource. Okay. And then you bring luck. something. You've never heard of a potluck? No. Okay, so... Matt didn't go to church. Yeah. <laughs> no, I definitely did. Did Matt go to school? <laughs> no, so, I didn't, So the, the, the idea of a potluck is we have a lot of people to feed, but we, we don't want to have all the responsibility of making all the food. So you can bring a dish if, what, so that you we, want. We sort of do that when we all hang out then. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Kind of. Sometimes. Kind of. Yeah. We all go like, yeah. I'll bring this food item and this food item, and Evan's like, oh yeah, I'll bring chips and salsa. But Chris this has goes, no organization. And then, and then Chris will actually put it all together. Yeah. yeah. Chris will do all the work because <laughs> yeah. he's a he likes cooking. GD genius. Yeah. Yeah. He's a cooking wizard. Yeah. Um, but a potluck doesn't have any structure. You literally just say bring a dish. You could bring a dessert yeah. if you wanted. Someone else could bring an entree or a Why side. We all bring desserts. Well, that's that's a risk I'm willing to take. <laughs> Yeah, it's usually there's usually so many people that show up to a like a church potluck that they know like oh we're gonna have you know plenty of entrees we're gonna have plenty of you know sides and, and you know, everyone's gonna bring you know their their certain kind of thing and so it'll spread it evenly um, uh, across the the whole plethora of food items uh, that you could eat at a potluck. Yeah. And the other the other big thing about a potluck is they don't tell you this, but it's secretly a competition. Right, it's mm-hmm. it's how fast can what you bring get eaten? Get eaten? No, oh. I actually I actually know what okay. you mean because every fifth Sunday back at the church I went to every fifth Sunday they would do potluck Sundays, um, and there were I, the, you always heard rumors of the one person's you know cookies or this person makes a fantastic green bean crack casserole. Green bean casserole. I'm not gonna. That was the first thing that popped into my head. Yeah, because that's that's like that's the, the thing. church potluck Food. thing. Yeah, yeah, it's the one. Um, can't stop staring at myself. Yeah, I've been watching Ty this whole time. We aren't actually recording this episode, but we have a camera up here that we could potentially record at, maybe for a future episode. Mm-hmm. But I keep trying to look at Keaton, who's on my right, and Tyler's right behind him, and Tyler just keeps like like uh, eyeing himself on the camera, and I, I get to keep popping it's, away from the mic to laugh. It's distracting to look at almost. <laughs> I, I have attention deficit hyperactive disorder. There's no way I'm not going to be like, ooh, <laughs> look at this magic screen that I can see myself on. Just put a blindfold over you. <laughs> yeah, we have to blindfold Tyler just to get him in the yeah. studio. <clears throat> but yeah, no, and I remember specifically, like the green bean casserole, that was always a big deal. Someone always went to Chicken Express or Golden Chick before. Always. And they would Ball always move. They would always bring like a 30-piece chicken, and that was incredible. Yeah. It was amazing. And it would always get eaten up before I could get through the line because my family was late. 
you know, to, to, to get to the potluck. Usually. Oh my God, Georgia, where'd you get these chicken tenders yeah. from? This is no, so no, good. They, no, they That's, leave it in the box. They leave it in the box. Oh, they do? They yeah, don't, they oh, wouldn't they don't even try to it. hook it up. They'd just be boom. There, I remember people would get like Little, little Caesars, like $5 hot and ready and just stick it on the table. And that's something <laughs> that yeah. was what they brought to the potluck. <laughs> yeah. But like, so, so everybody contributed something. Some people did work for it move. and some people just paid their way out of it. Yeah. They would just buy, yeah. Well, and then that's the other benefit of it is if you didn't want to cook something, you can just go get something. And no one cares, right? Because mm-hmm. someone will eat your food. Mm-hmm. Now, that's the other side of a competition is with every winner, there has to be a loser. Mm-hmm. And there is such a social stigma about, it's like, oh, I brought this food and no one ate it. Is it visually not appetizing? Is it um, like mm-hmm. just not good tasting? And people know it from previous experiences with it. And the big deal at the end, is that's what's going to drive my customers to my uh, crowdsourced dinner. Is not only are they paying for it, and not only are they enjoying all these other stuff and feel like they're part of a group, but they're secretly trying to tear each other down. Oh, really? I have better banana pudding than you. And then they look at it. And they're putting money on it, too. Oh, absolutely. And you know what? I I don't care about side bets. I want that to happen because it'll keep people bringing back. Because then if they feel like losers, they have to come back and make it up. And no, it's because some people just lose and, and they go, all right, I'm done. I'm yeah, and I don't want those back. people. Oh, okay. oh, so you're trying to make it a more competitive potluck. I feel like now that we're talking about it more, yes. Evan's potluck doesn't accept losers. <laughs> 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 oh, so so it's like it's like paying a fee at yeah. the door. Sunday, Sunday, like, Sunday. Like, I'm this confident. I'm confident enough to put money on it um, that, you know, what I brought is good and people will eat it. Get your I, ass in gear, Carol. We yeah. have to win this weekend. <laughs> okay, so where does this money all go to? Well, so although I said my inspiration comes from a church, this is completely mm. for profit, and it's just a different, uh, <laughs> it's just a different like thing. It goes oh, so it's straight like into your pocket, based yeah. in the Catholic Church instead. Yeah, <laughs> oh, man, I'm sorry. That's okay. So, oh, so who specifically is pocketing this money? Me. <laughs> yeah, but okay. what do you mean? Yeah, but it's say, a like, business. What's, what's your role in the church? It's not a church. It's not a church. No, this he, is he, just a business. Oh, okay, I, I no. got wrapped up. Example. I got wrapped up in. Yeah, the church, the church was just an example that, like everyone knows, this is right. not connected to a church or any religion. In fact, it's just like a like a restaurant or something that people will buy tickets to join. But on top of the ticket, they have to bring their own food too. Mm. Wait, hold up. So mm. I supply the so drinks. Why don't we say that? Idea. Why don't I? Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah you know, I, yeah, I'm following you. Like, I, okay. I supply the drinks, and then you guys supply the food and the tickets, and whatever profit goes, which is most of it, because I don't have to pay for food. That's a good. Point. I mean, you better have an incredible wait, wait so staff. So your your employees would bring the food. Right? Have you ever been to a potluck? There is not a wait staff. <laughs> you didn't. Even you just know the term. you just throw that all into a table and say, well, "Go no, have so at it." How are how are you going to make money off of this? Then what do you mean? How am I going to make money off of so, it? Okay, you bring the food. Like, no, they. The okay, so let's say you want to join the potluck, right? You have to uh, you have to you know bring what, your to own food, it, but you also it. have to buy a ticket to reserve your spot. Oh, okay, uh, okay, I see. Yeah. Now. Mm-hmm. It, so yeah. instead of paying for your food, you're paying for your spot and bringing your it own definitely, food. Definitely fits the podcast. That's a bad idea. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, if you think about it in terms of like, if you've ever gone to like a tourist trap town, like, 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 have you ever been to you know this place that's like Dolly Parton's like race or whatever? It's a uh, uh, Dolly World. Uh, no, Dolly Probably. World is its own thing. It's it's this place. Maybe it's in Branson. Yeah, we can just say Branson, Missouri, as a whole, is a tourist trip. Yeah, and so yeah. like you go to these restaurants that have these like, like maybe uh, closer to home, the Big Texan. Yes, like they have their like their quirky seventy-two like, ounce steak or something, or, and like or That's like going point. to like medieval times or something like that. It's a yeah. unique dining experience. Whereas like obviously you may not want to charge all that much for like participating, but like having like a restaurant style where it's like bring your own food also like maybe there's <laughs> prizes <laughs> and stuff like that it's like the, you the make prize, a competition like the, the prize is the friends you make along the way that's true yeah but no they, you could definitely make some like really cheap plaques yeah and people uh, and and, and if it becomes really popular it drives with the value dude that's so even better you just have an award show at the end like the dundies or something oh, and it's yeah. and then you get a vote on who had the best casserole or whatever and then Oh, that's actually money. Yeah. Now I, I feel I like, like we're going into the good idea. I like the voting idea. I was going to say you could go the cheap route and just be bragging rights. It would have to be, yeah, it'd have to be pretty, like, you'd have to 
formulate it probably like to mm-hmm. be like this is a two-hour experience like mm-hmm. you're gonna we're gonna everyone bring you come in at this time you may make reservations everyone brings your thing in and then um then we all eat obviously for yeah. like an hour hour and a half and then like or maybe an hour and then the end of it is like okay let's vote and he's like and be like oh i see i see brenda's back man yeah <laughs> Why you, you gonna take that number one casserole yeah. again brenda yeah. two yeah. weeks in a row yeah I'm All back at your picture on the wall yeah, or something. Not playing Stuff like nice this time. I mean, I think it was the right demographic and like see we genuinely that's, might that's work. a thing that I noticed that we did back when we used to record podcasts. We would always say like, oh, in the right demographic, this would kill. Yeah. Well, <laughs> we I say, feel like the we more we know that, def- that, <laughs> that definitely applies here. Like in the right demographic, there are no bad ideas. Kill. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, mean there it, are. There's some terrible. This one ideas. specifically, I don't think you're going to get exactly like some. You know. Oh, actually, you know what. If I put it into like some suburbia with a lot of middle-aged moms, yeah, yeah. you could do that. Or even like, um, you know how like, I mean, like my ancestry, like Cajuns, like the idea of a gumbo and a jambalaya was people coming together. So even mm-hmm. like the bottom of the barrel, poor people kind of like coming together, and, and like they feel like they to, contributed to yeah. the group. And so even mm-hmm. if you just if you like you know cook a mean stew when you show, but up. I think you kind of block out. Uh, people in a, in a lower economic class because because of the the fee that they have so they're thinking like oh i have to make this you know whole meal this whole dish and then i have to pay on top of that sure but i i feel like in the same way that um like any sport too like there's entry fees to these tournaments right mm-hmm. but truly if you are a good cook mm. then even without spending a lot of money you can definitely win the competition and i i could just imagine these like moms Walking through like uh, Trader Joe's or something, because that's the demographic I'm hitting is Trader Joe's yeah. uh, shoppers. Mm-hmm. They're walking through and it's like, I just loved your green bean casserole last week. Yeah, like it's your pasta salad yeah, was your, great. Your and, yeah, and then they walk, fantastic. they like walk back, and it's like I hate that bitch. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like right when they walk out, it's super cutthroat. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. You're just doing like. See, low. I like I like where you went with the tournament. Aspect. I'll see you next week. At the crowdfunded dinner. Yeah. Just amateur. Yeah, you, buy, uh, you buy your ticket, you write your name on it and what dish you brought, and then you get slapped on a tournament board. It's just amateur food competition almost. Yeah, essentially. But you're monetizing it in a way. I mean, I, I think you're just fleshing it out. You make things, like, a little more fun and, like, lighthearted. But, like, knowing that that underground thing, like, oh, God, they are not. This guy's chili did mm-hmm. really well last week, mm-hmm. but I know Jeff over there, he can makes beat him. Too. Yeah, yeah. No, so you can create like some ultra demand <sighs> with this. It, like if they yeah. know if they know that someone is showing up for that night, they'll be like, oh, we we have to get there two hours early and you know get in line if we want to get any of whatever they made. Uh, yeah, the yeast rolls or whatever. Yeah, absolutely. Like the more I've talked about this, the more I uh, think it's good. I'll uh, we'll give ratings. We'll just go down the line. Uh, Matt's to my right, well, and then you, you Keen Tyler. You got to give us the metric first. What oh you yeah, yeah. I get to pick the number. That's the other thing. Yeah, I mentioned that to Matt. Uh, Tyler didn't hear it, but yeah. So I want you to guys to write to rate this um, because it's a restaurant. Um, you have to go to the grocery store, and grocery stores have aisles, and they both have two sides, so this has to be an even number. Um, and I I like to say sixteen because there's sixteen aisles in this imaginary. Uh, Grocery store. Grocery in my store. Head. That you thinking of? I'm honestly, I'm picking picturing Market Street because I went there earlier today mm-hmm. um, to pick up some cabbage for some uh, coleslaw. Mm-hmm. I don't even like coleslaw, mm. but I had to pick it up. I mm, think coleslaw is so good. You said out of sixteen. Out of sixteen, I'm gonna give it an eleven out of sixteen. I feel like this is a pretty good idea. I. That's why I if you market it right. See, we say that every time. It started at bad. If you market it right, yeah, <laughs> you can definitely reach a certain demographic. Yeah, and I feel like every time we do this, it's like a. Uh, Jacob it's like noises, a this Jacob is a noises. yeah this is a bad idea but all of a sudden it gets yeah good as we no, talk about we it. definitely think it through a lot more um thoroughly uh and, and to where we we can figure out a market system for it that works I, i'm gonna give it an 11 just because i think getting over that hump of getting people to interested in the first place interested in the first place because a lot of people are gonna go the hell is this like this doesn't make any sense why am i paying to bring food into this competition when I can just go to, you know, the local Denny's uh, and watch a... <laughs> yeah, watch some other moms get in a fight there. Yeah, watching the people get in a fights there and yeah. then the waitress and cook, you know, both that crying is, in the back. 
that is exactly why I give it an eight. You give it an eight? Yeah. For the same reason? I I got lost there for a minute on where did the money come from and yeah. how it works. So Yeah. That's fair. I uh, You can definitely generate revenue off of that and, and and profit off of it. I just think the hard part would be getting people to pay for that. Yeah. It's it's a pretty far-fetched idea. Um, and I mean, it took us like, what, 15, 20 minutes to explain to it? figure it out. <laughs> yeah. But it's going to yeah. work. It could. Um, real, real quick before Tyler gives his rating on it, uh, you talked about like a fight happening at Denny's. Um, and I have a story. It wasn't Denny's, but it was after a tennis tournament. There was only like three of us because it was like a, I think it was like regionals or something. So anyway, we went to um, our, our uh, coach said, man, we should go somewhere nice. You guys have done real good this season. Nice. And as a joke, we were like, why don't we go to Samurai? He said, okay. We're like, really? And, yeah. and he's like, yeah, I mean, uh, I'll just pay for it. I'm like, oh, nice. So we went to Samurai's, and we got there kind of late, um, but it wasn't. Uh, we didn't feel like jerks or anything. Like, we got there late or whatever. So we're sitting there, and we were, like, the last ones eating, but it wasn't too – it was, like, barely a few minutes after they closed, but everyone else was out because they didn't let any more people in because they knew they were going to close pretty soon. Mm-hmm. So we're eating, and uh, all of a sudden this, uh, like – girl comes running out of the hallway just starts screaming at this lady in the like both of them wearing uniforms mm-hmm. just absolutely screaming right in front of our table just yeah like about to get in a fight and stuff and people had to like go and separate them <laughs> and i remember my coach is sitting there just eating and uh he doesn't know how to use chopsticks so he's sitting there just eating his fried rice with like a fork just he's like, like this is great it, shoveling it yeah he's like this is great and he's like man i paid for dinner not a show and he's sitting there and yeah. he's eating and we're like that was the craziest thing that's ever happened at least, at least, like at a at wild. a high school sports lunch. Speaking yeah. of Denny's, dude, did you know Darren prefers Denny's over IHOP? Uh, depending on what mood, I feel like Denny's has really good pancakes. I'm not oh, gonna lie, dude. Denny, I've, I've always had a bad experience at Denny's. I I think uh, I don't back, choose back Denny's. Home, some of the Denny's that I went to, they were pretty nice. But yeah. the one here, like, it just makes me sad. I don't choose Denny's. I just end that, up there. That and I, I think honestly. Uh, for breakfast, I'd rather go to El Norteño's two or or Jimmy's. Dude, El Norteño's better. Jim, one is Jim, better, but whatever. Okay, we can have that discussion yeah, later. Yeah. Jimmy's egg is also pretty, really good, pretty solid. Yeah, I, and, and yes. I, I I prefer those two simply because Denny's and IHOP just going in them makes me sad. Yeah, it's depressing to get. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you're it's right. Dimly lit, man. If we had Nobody a Waffle looks House, like though? they want to work there, Bro, dude. If we had a Waffle House, I, I would go there so love much. Love Waffle House. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, Tyler, what's your rating out of sixteen on the on the crowdsourced dinner? Mm. We have an what an eight and an eleven. I don't know. I I liked it. I something. I think a unique dining experiences are very few and far between. Mm-hmm. And there's a way you could potentially because make this relatively affordable. Like, I mean, have you ever gone to medieval times? It's so expensive. Ridiculous. So, yeah. I mean, if you go and, you know, make it like 10 bucks a pop to participate or something like that. How much is Medieval Times? Like, I think $50 a seat or something. And does that That's include not food? No way. I don't Jamie, know. Jamie, look that up. Jamie, look that up. I'll give it like a like a 13. Just, hey, just I because okay, originality. That's pretty, that's pretty solid. I feel like this is a good start for coming back. Yeah, no, honestly, that's a pretty original idea. Yeah, well, yeah, we, I, did, we did get caught in the pitfall of saying, like, if you target to the right argue, uh, audience, you can definitely make... Yeah, well, and that just goes back to saying that there are no bad ideas, you know? like Yeah, you can argue anything oh and everything. Oh, my God. Dude, 64 bucks a person. Oh, man. Well, but oh. that's for an adult. What is it for a child under 12? Uh, 36 That's still expensive. Yeah, get rid of that's my insane. mustache. Sneak yeah, that's wild. So I, I, I know I remember going uh, when I was really little. So I imagine my mom probably found a cool Groupon deal. Yeah. I've never <laughs> been to one. My mom. It's fun. Have you ever looked on Groupon to do stuff? Uh, I remember a couple years ago I downloaded it and they sent me like six thousand emails. Just I never. Constantly. Yeah, I yeah, never. I've never out. made an account. What so I do I, is I, I unsubscribed and never yeah. looked back. If I if I'm ever going online. Like, or, or out of town or something, and mm. I want to find something to do. I just type in that area Groupon. I've gone yeah. to some pretty cool stuff for pretty cheap. That's, it's, I mean, honestly, it's a really good idea. Yeah. You just like don't make an account mm-hmm. or make a, uh, make like a fake email yeah. to get all that stuff sent yeah. to Incognito browser. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, what you can that? just subscribe from the emails. You're right. Yeah. yeah. I think that might be what I still might have an account somewhere. Yeah. Talking about bad ideas and making an account with uh, Groupon, uh, <laughs> who has the next? business idea i don't know how that how that correlates but i'll, I'll go next. i'm just trying i'm trying so zebras <laughs> white with black stripes uh what's your idea 
All right, so my idea is that everywhere you see, you're always seeing like these new health kicks. Like right now, it's what keto, and just keto's been around for a while. Okay, yeah. well, but okay. I, I get but your idea. There's different diets. There's different diets all over the place. Some of them work more than others. Um, you know, some people get pills. Some people are just bulimic. Um, <laughs> yeah, not recommended. So I would say this: you could argue is along the same of same vein of bulimia. Um, what? <laughs> okay. I meant, wait, hear it out, hear it out. Hear me out. So my idea was dietary food poisoning. Uh, <laughs> People used to swallow tapeworms back that's in That's what the I was, I thought that's where you're going is tapeworms. That's kind of where I got the idea. Oh, okay. Now, some people, animal rights activists, vegans, don't like, I mean, normal people do. They wouldn't the tapeworms? Yeah, they wouldn't, they wouldn't <laughs> like the idea of having a living thing inside of them. So what? What like do you grow s- up to be like twenty feet long? So what are you thinking? You swallow yeah. for food poisoning, like a capsule full of raw pork or something? You could just something? do that, like colonoscopy prep, all the time. Yeah, yeah I mean, pretty much. Yeah. Um, but what? If, what if people you, do what that? If you I just know. Make yourself throw up after eating. That That's is what bulimia, bulimia, bulimia is. is. Yeah. Oh, that, yeah. look at Matt. He just discovered like, bulimia. I didn't know that. <laughs> well, okay. So people like me, I can't throw up, and you guys know this. I I just can't. Let's find out right now. I can't. No, I cannot. Like I. I wish I could sometimes, and I, I just can't. Even if I feel bad, I can't throw up. Yeah, uh, probably some mental thing in there that you know, I'm grossed up. By yeah, I bet. I bet. Uh, like Sigmund Freud would have a fantastic it, idea. Why. Some, yeah, yeah. It's definitely some trauma. If I <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so I was thinking dietary food poisoning to keep you sick, like to your stomach. You can't hold anything down. You can't eat anything else. So I mean, think uh, you're not intaking any calories. Ever at all? Yeah, I mean, just imagine like how much weight you can lose after a week of doing a dietary yeah. food poisoning. You ever watched uh This is kind of, I mean, just of not eating. You ever watched that show Naked and Afraid? Uh, Sometimes I, I've seen it. I haven't watched it. But well, they they do like weigh-ins before and after, and they like show like a before Ooh, and after pic. Yeah, those guys are out there for twenty-one days. They they like lose like upwards of twenty pounds. Well, every I mean, time. it's just like Survivor. Yeah. Well, they're just starving. Yeah, I mean, it's just it, it's just like Survivor. You just want people to starve because you get you throw all these normal sized people out onto an island and they eat you know half a cup of rice for forty days in a row. They look completely different. Yeah, I don't know if you guys watch Survivor. It's a pretty good show. Yeah, I like Big Brother more. Watch this. Yeah, what's up, dude? You're so much taller than all of us. <laughs> <laughs> this way, wait. No, I have good. Oh, but I'm away from the mic. If I have good posture, okay. Sorry, we're, this up? we're messing with the screen. Does that sound is me raising my mic up? That makes a lot of sound. Yeah, I know. Adjusted. You gonna sit up like that the whole time? No, uh, I don't know. I need to fix my <laughs> posture. Well, well, Tyler's just a lot taller than us anyway, so he yeah. could probably move his up and it not be a big deal. It'd be fine. Um, other than the the idea that I've already pitched, I don't have a whole lot of other so stuff to say about it. So what I, is I was, your plan to put in the pill to make you like not be able to eat? See, that's kind of crazy because I've never had food poisoning. I haven't either, actually. So I, I don't know. I don't lucky. know what you need to eat to have food poisoning. You are so lucky. Um, old meat. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, leave clams out. That's what we'll do. We'll leave, we'll take like oysters and leave them out in the sun for like a month and then just put them in capsules. Mm-hmm. You've heard of fish extract. Well, now it's a uh, rotten clam extract. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> clam juice. <laughs> but yeah, people I, sell clam juice as like a sauce or something. It's weird. I'm I'm sure there's a specific bacteria or a specific fungus. E. coli. Could, yeah, like I've you could probably that, farm it. You know, you've had E. coli. Well, like I had a, a bout of food poisoning that lasted. Food poisoning supposed to be like a day or two, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, this lasted like seven days. So I think I either wow. salmonella or. Uh, that's a funny story, actually. Well, why don't you tell it? <laughs> okay, we got time. There was a uh, when I was a I'd graduated high school, but I was on my senior mission trip. Um, lots of potlucks at my church. Yeah, <laughs> I'm with you there. And so <laughs> it was my senior mission trip. We went to New Mexico, and there's a reservation in Crown Point, and we went to go work on these people's houses, and they needed their roof redone or something, and we had done all of the work that the company that we were working with. Uh, we're working like they basically they're like mission trip companies. This one was called Next Step, I think. Yeah, and they get like all of these like secondhand like supplies. That's a bad idea. Yeah, no, it's, <laughs> it's not. It's not a great idea, but it, they're, it's a faith companies. mission. But yeah. like, um, 
anyway, we did this and, um, our group was just these like good old boys from Texas. So we were just like there to work. Yeah. We did less praying and more working. That's, and we, that's every one. I went to Belize one time and it was so much hard labor. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, we, and like, we just crushed it. Like we would literally go through job sites. They were like, oh, we only had enough for you to do like a week's worth of work and you've done like two. So we have to stop you here go help like one of the other workers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, so we were, we finished this guy's, uh, like we were, we tore off their roof and then rebuilt like half of it. Yeah. And the woman in there wanted to, there was a Navajo woman and she goes, Hey, um, I made you a spaghetti. And I was like, oh, okay. And by spaghetti, she meant spaghetti noodles with meat and no sauce. No sauce, just dry? And it was a big old pot. Did she put butter in the noodles or nothing? It was, they were all, st- I mean, I'm sure she did something so they didn't stick too much together. But mm-hmm. that's the important part. But basically, there was a lot. And she goes, eat up, all of you, eat up, all of it. And at the time, I was real skinny and I could eat, like, probably win competitions. And yeah. Stuff. Mm-hmm. And we, and we ate and there was so much left and I ate. A lot. Probably <laughs> several pounds of spaghetti. <laughs> Not and even spaghetti, just noodles with meat. Yeah, yeah noodles with meat. And was I was like, like, was it like ground beef? Yeah, what kind yeah of it was, was like ground beef. Okay. And so we, mystery meat. I finished it and <laughs> that night we we're all getting in our uh, air on our air mattresses in the place we were staying. And my stomach was like, oh boy everything's about to leave in every single direction. <laughs> <laughs> I ran out and I did it and I was puking for hours before somebody noticed I was doing it. Oh my God. And someone came out and gave me some like pills that were, I don't know what they were, but they were, I, they basically just stopped my stomach from. That's about to say, it's probably one of those, like it's a modium stops you from mm-hmm. having like diarrhea, but and then it's probably something similar on our mission trips. We would have this like, um, like six days of work one day, or like like five days of work, one like free day where we'd go somewhere mm-hmm. local and like like they went to a lake or something that day and then we'd drive back. Yeah. Um and so so during the free day. Yeah, basically we Sabbathed. But yeah. Uh during the free day I was dog sick the whole time. And then we had to drive back sixteen hours from and New Mexico. And that oh it probably God. in like a hot van oh. with tons of people yeah. in it. Well yeah. I ended up yeah, riding in the truck for a while and then like I took a bunch of meds and then I got home and for the next week I was just I was like glued to the bathroom. Like, I mean, I'm telling you, my soul left. <laughs> that sounds awful. The man. worst thing about throwing up is when you don't have anything else less to throw up, just and you're just, yeah, yeah no. you just keep doing it. Was coming out, it was coming that. out the other way, too. Are you, oh, sure you oh, man. are you sure you weren't just pregnant? Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah. I thought about it. But it was I, considered. I was really, I mean, and it, and it lasted like seven days from like the night, and I was like, that Navajo woman poisoned me with some bad juju, or... She was a medicine woman, and she cured me of all my my bad Your spirits ailments, or something. Yeah. And I had probably had a lot of bad spirits right there. But just the moral <laughs> story is like, if and it, it, if, and it only happened to you, um, a couple of people had like like had the runs or something like that. But I ate so much, so of much, it, yeah, that like I'd almost I think it tried to well, kill me. And so I was just the less it is like you know never accept you know spaghetti from a navajo woman the, the, first, the <laughs> yeah. first bit of your sickness though was probably from you eating like 12 pounds of spaghetti well no i mean that like that was light work for me back then like i swear like yeah. i i wasn't yeah. even full but what, what was you're done. saying was is that the amount of food definitely played some well it was just like there was some kind of bacteria or yeah. something in there um and, and you ate a lot of it and i ate way more by like a lot than everyone else because i was <laughs> i was like she was like i was just being nice and i was like i, mean, I could if, eat if you ate so much it must have been at least not bad no, it was horrible. Actually, it's no, one of those. It it's one of those things. So, if you do hard labor and you are so hungry, like mm-hmm. it doesn't matter what Definitely you eat, it is the just greatest thing yeah. ever made. I, it was. It just didn't taste food. like. It didn't have much flavor because it was just meat and noodle. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, so I got poisoned by an old Navajo woman. That's the that's mm-hmm. the story of it. I mean, it. <laughs> yeah, and so that was like I'm. Because it was either salmonella or E. coli because like that's what like it's basically the same thing. It's just more intense, and those things can kill you, but they didn't. Yeah, you, you might need to um, team up with her to make to help you. Yeah, that's true. You, you, yeah. Find this you, ever, you ever contact at all? Uh, yeah, all those know. listeners <laughs> out for terrible tycoons. I know there's at least five members of the FBI. <laughs> it, it's really popular. The Federal Bureau of Investigation. <laughs> One of you guys find this woman. Shout out then, Agent Wilson. By yeah, way. yeah. Let, yeah. Us, let us know. <laughs> I want to get in touch with her specifically, um, but I was thinking like this whole idea, which we're we're back on now. Um, it could be implemented with uh, people who are trying to lose weight, specifically cutting. Like uh, they they just built like a whole bunch of muscle at the gym, and they want to lose a lot of weight fast. 
Now, you you could argue like, yeah, you're going to lose a lot of muscle doing that as well. But it's only if it's only a week, you might be able to minimize the amount of muscle that you lose, and, and, and just lose a bunch of fat. How do you how, in the process? I feel like promising you will only not be able to eat for a week. It's like a magical eighth day, and then you're fine. It would be very hard. I know um, one of my friends in school recently. He said for religious reasons, I fasted for eight days, and he had to like take supplements and like mm-hmm. yeah stuff just so his body could like accept food again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've actually so two things on that. One, I fasted before. I think like twenty four hours the most I've ever done it, and mm-hmm. twenty four hours does not bother me at all. Mm-hmm. But the other thing I was going to say is I've heard of a lot of people dying from um like if they're stuck in the wild for like whatever and they're in a survival situation like and they in real life back and they eat just yeah, a whole bunch they just of die food. that happened yeah. to, with a uh, holocaust victims when they were like mm-hmm. being rescued as their stomachs would explode mm-hmm. when they uh, were rescued when they finally got rescued they like obviously were like oh we're starving and like okay well here's our all our food and then they would die because they because they're eating way too food. much mm-hmm. yeah so that's I don't crazy know. uh but yeah that's about that's about the idea. That's about the idea. But it'd be FDA. It's, it's not very definitely not FDA approved. But neither were the vaccines, see, and we the all thing took is them. The <laughs> oh, they were they were approved uh, very quickly. Very quick, yeah. yeah. And then they were very quickly well, paused after we got them. Yeah. <laughs> we we have potential to get blood clots. Yeah, please. like FDA well, approval no, see, has never it stopped all, me. From it was doing all women. Anything. It was all women. Eighteen to thirty-six took the Johnson and Johnson vaccine. Three of us here got. Did you get the Johnson and Johnson? Evan? Yeah, we all four okay. Got so it, yeah. all four of us got it. Um, did you guys feel sick anyway. after it? I know me and Tyler didn't. Well, no. I it messed me up. Yeah, you were. Really I wasn't. Sick. I wasn't like uh, unrecoverably bad, but it was like I definitely need to take the day yeah. off. I flew to Chicago the evening I took it. Mm-hmm. Like I took it that morning and then flew Which to Chicago crazy. that evening. I, I was fine the day I took. I it. I went to work the but next day. Yeah, yeah, I didn't start feeling bad until the next morning. Yeah, same here. So it, it definitely took its time, but uh, I forgot what I was about to say. Uh, if it's if you regulate. The, the food poisoning by the FDA, you could probably f- put a pretty, you know, pretty accurate timestamp on how long it's going to last. And, and I feel and like that's not how the FDA works. It's not. Um, that should go on r slash brand new sentence. It's like, uh, <laughs> yeah, if the FDA F- were FDA to... poisoning in the same sentence. Yeah. yeah. If the yeah. FDA were to regulate food poisoning, I think it'd be safe for all of us. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's their whole, that's their whole thing is to make it safe. Yeah, we need you know what I mean? to get on that... Uh, Heroin, real yeah, fast. Yeah, uh, I don't know what to really rate this out of. I'm gonna throw this uh, rate at a fifty-eight. 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 I'm gonna give it a fat like five. Yeah, I okay for health reasons. I imagine it's it's like a four from me. It's okay. A, I'll 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 meet in the middle and go four point five. <laughs> Oh wow! Okay, so this was really bad. <laughs> really bad. Yeah, I think really bad. You have idea. you have the. You, you could kill yourself doing something. I think so, Keaton so, has a running record of being the most consistently, legitimately bad idea. Yeah, it's almost as bad as that one. There was a public toilet that was literally just a. It was episode one. It was a dumpster that had stairs on the side. You just walk up and pretty much. That just means Keaton understands the concept more than the rest. That's of true. Us. Well, no, I thought I started my idea and I was like, "Yeah, this is bad," and then we started rationalizing, and I'm like, "Oh wait, this yeah, is good, yeah." Um, that and I had what was the other one? I think the only decent one I've had is either blackout eye contacts or the medicinal butt implants. The medicinal butt implants I feel like was pretty good. Mm-hmm. Mm. The blackout contacts were like uh you know like people wear sleeping masks. Yeah. Oh. Just that with contacts. Yeah. yeah. That way, like, because the problem is <laughs> if I wear a sleeping mask, if it's in the morning and my window is you know, uh, it, it, it you know at the angle it, you're getting it under exactly. Yeah. So you, that could be a problem. You would have to have like the path to your mirror, mi- like memorized. Exactly. You would have to be able to take them out. You can take out your contacts without looking at them. Mm-hmm. Like people who wear contacts oh, a lot can just. Aren't you always looking at your contacts? <laughs> I mean, like yes. well, without looking at a reflection. <laughs> yes. Of them. Yeah. In the same sense that I'm always looking at my glasses. That's fair. Yeah. Or that you know you can your nose is always in your point of view. You just like yeah. stop thinking about I it. Know, yeah. My yeah. nose always is for sure. That's a big sign. <laughs> And now everyone, everyone listening, including all of us, is now looking at their nose. Yes. <laughs> all right. So, you I sort of have an idea. Not really. I um, have one, but I just made it up, so I don't know. I mean, well, that's what too. all of us are doing. I feel like Matt. I was not prepared for this. At Matt all. doesn't have I, a bad idea. Yeah. He just has an idea. Yeah, Matt is. <laughs> yeah. <that laughs> Matt is the only one who's achieved brain level four. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, I'm constantly trying to figure out a way to have less sleep 
but not be tired. <laughs> so so you want to sleep less, but not have the ramifications of it. Yes. Actually, the Nazis figured that one out. Yeah, <laughs> meth. <laughs> yeah. Well, hey, it's it's along it's kind of along those lines actually. What? But <laughs> just take we we you get an, you get an IV bag. It's, it's a per, it's a personal IV bag. Uh, but in the IV bag, use code tycoon liquid IV in dust. your energy drinks. With straight, energy drinks, that's yeah. shooting straight into your straight blood. Into your so, blood. You, so you're just giving caffeine to your blood system, and all and vitamin B and yeah, all the. Uh, okay. what, what's that one that they always say? Um, like our our energy, it starts with like a T, like oh, like uh, taurine or something. Taurine, taurine. Yeah. yeah, you're throwing so much taurine in me. I'm feeling so energized in a very <laughs> healthy and natural way. So yeah, your idea is just an energy drink, but in your blood system. You could just Pretty butt much, chug it yeah. and do the same thing. Well, yeah. I, yeah. I, well, I, feel, really. I feel like any like anything besides oxygen in your blood is not good. Okay, so what if we took uh, like well. <laughs> a crystalline <laughs> chemical substance that I can put in a pipe and then light that pipe and then inhale the fumes and it would keep me awake for hours? That would be... <laughs> yeah. I think well, I, in, Without in, getting addicted in World War II, they were like putting it in like gum and stuff too. Yeah, no, it was everywhere. They did all sorts of crazy stuff. Yeah, but... Um, <laughs> those those rascals, the Nazis, were doing lots of wild things. <laughs> yeah. I, th- I think of that, uh, you know those, like, patches that people wear if they're, like, diabetic or something? No, That's you're literally just explaining nicotine. a nicotine patch. Yeah. That's all yeah. you're explaining. How do those work? Don't I they don't also... Your skin don't absorbs they? substances, so they just put nicotine on it and it absorbs through your skin. Don't they also have caffeine patches? I'm sure. I think they do. I know they have, they, uh, like... I know uh, they Jamie, have, like... Look that up. Look that up, Jamie. I know I know the <laughs> teacher in Meet the Robinsons had it. That's a good point. Maybe that's where I'm getting that from. <laughs> but I know, I know for sure they have, like, vitamin patches. Uh, I don't know, but... Like, my mom, super into essential oils and whatnot. She had patches for a while. She would slap them, like, on her on the back you of her shoulder. And they would, like, give her essential oils throughout the day, I guess. I'm not entirely sure what was in them, but she was definitely doing them. Like like Evan <laughs> said, I, I just have ideas. So you can't really just put me on the spot and be like, No, that's hey, what, no, that's us, what, that's, that's what we want you I, to say. Well, yeah. well, I'm just saying I can't be like... I mean, we put you apart. on the spot asking it, you to come yeah, here. Yeah, it has to come naturally. Have you ever yeah. watched uh, Drake you're, and Josh? You've watched an artist at his work? <laughs> no, I haven't. You can't. You can't rush them either. Yeah, you, you can't. You ever watched uh, Drake and Josh? Because this kind of happened in the show, actually. I have watched, um, yeah. it. Was, it was an episode where Josh was like, I can get as many girls as you can, Drake. Um, and he's like, no, you can't. So he went up to his mom and said, hey, mom, you're a girl, right? And she's like, yeah. <laughs> and he's like, well, how do I pick up girls? So anyways, mom gave him tips on hitting on women. Um, so he got all these dates and stuff, but he was going on dates with literally anyone because it was just a competition of numbers. So he went on this, like in the little montage of it, he's he goes on this date with his grandma or whatever. Not his grandma, like a grandma. And she's walking around with one of those IV bags, like, you know, they have in the hospital or whatever. Oh, I remember this. And actually. it runs out. So he opens it up and pours his soda in it. And then she just oh, like starts no. slapping her wrist. <laughs> and she's like, we're good to go. Oh, <sighs> That, I that sounds awful. The carbonation, I'm that. almost certain, would kill her. Yeah. You get so much uh, well, talk, gas, yeah, gas well, if in your you, bloodstream. That's why, they push the, um, that's why they push the air out of a needle, because if they push any air in it, you will die. Well, oh, wow, that, that's actually crazy. Yeah. Uh, I didn't think about what's that. The, what's the thing that the bikers do when they're doping, or what's it called? I don't know. They, they're just doping. They're what, injecting. Oh, God, what was it called? Steroid shots? No, I I might get this name this dude's name wrong, but Neil was Neil Armstrong. Is like he was a, doing steroids? Yeah. I thought he was doing something in his bloodstream that was. Well, they take a shot in the butt. Yeah, that was yeah. steroids. I could have sworn he was like putting air in his like. Oh, you die. Air? No, you. I think you're talking about like when David Blaine like oxidizes his blood, like so he can no, hold his breath longer. I was thinking it was a biker. I can't remember. Uh, it's, I thought it's we were talking like Hell's Angels. That's what I thought he was talking about too. Mm-hmm. I can't a cyclist. A cyclist. No, because uh, uh, didn't you watch Icarus? Didn't I make you watch that? I watched it with you. Yeah, because uh, the they running. No, they're biking. Oh no, I didn't run. I didn't watch that one. No. You're Oh yeah, no, that was we, the we Elliot. That was the Elliot Kipchoge. Yeah, one. we watched the one with us about the ultra marathon runner. Yeah. Um, no, this, Icarus was the documentary by Brian Fogel. A fantastic documentary picked up by Netflix, um, and it, it it basically talked about how he wanted to figure out how to, uh, it, how he wanted to know the difference between um, uh, doping and not doping in amateur cycling. He wanted to know 
You know, like how much stronger can I make myself through injecting steroids into my blood? Uh, and so he reached out to like his Jose his, Canseco probably is who he reached out to. No, no, no. He he reached out to one of his physicians or whatever, and they're like, "Yeah, we can't do that because it's not legal." But uh, we know a guy. Yeah. <laughs> so so it was um um they re- he reached out to a Russian guy named Grigory Rudchenkov, and um he basically told him, uh, you know, like, "Yo, what's up? Uh, my name's Grigory," uh, and he was the head of the the Russian lab or the head of the he was he was a part of the world anti-doping agency which they basically monitor uh olympic athletes to make sure they're not cheating um they just do it all through urine samples and stuff like that and so he was like well uh the crazy thing is is um russia's been cheating this whole time and i can help you cheat and pass every single test and he was like okay that sounds really cool um, and so he did it and he, you know, the, he got his results or whatever. And then the whole thing with the Russian doping scandal happened and they didn't get invited back to the next Olympics and whatever. Very, very good documentary. Dude, this just shows you how dumb I am. I said Neil Armstrong. That was the dude that went to the moon. Oh, yeah, you're Armstrong. right. It was Lance Armstrong. <laughs> yeah. But hey, none yeah. of y'all caught that and corrected me. So I heard I'm Armstrong. Yeah, that's I just assumed it was right. <laughs> yeah, you're like the biker Armstrong. And I was like, oh, yeah. I, I yeah. thought I said I know exactly I what I said Neil Armstrong. No, I think you did say, oh. I think you did say Neil I was recently, right. Right. I heard on a podcast, like, what, I, I was just under the impression that steroids just kind of boosts everything. Mm-hmm. But it's like, what it, do, what it does is like, it doesn't just put on muscles on you, which I guess was just my assumption. But like, what it does is like, you can go and tear your body up in a workout and then wake up the next day and be completely fine and ready to do it again. And you could just do that every single day. I, I just thought that was interesting. Gotcha. I didn't know how steroids actually worked. So does that make you better because you can practice more? Well, it's like, if it's you're, probably both. If you're going to like, think about this, if you're going to be a cyclist, like you go and you crush like a 150 mile cycle in a day or something like that, like, which is, well, maybe not in a day. I don't know. That may be the length of their whole race, but mm-hmm. like a ridiculous cycle that like you should physically not be able to do, then you can get up the next day and do it again. And there, so your body is just able to adjust faster that way. You're able to recover really fast. Yeah. It's like your recovery time is nothing. Mm -hmm. That's crazy. um, So that's why it's cheating. It's like, I I was, I was confused. I just thought it was like, you take this and then all of a sudden like your muscles are going to grow, but that's not quite. So what do you guys think about energy drinks straight into your veins? I think it's a terrible idea. Okay. Energy drinks, awful idea. Now, if you had dumbed down the chemicals, it was a lot less. See, you would use probably a lot less caffeine if you put it directly into your bloodstream. Yeah, and if we really... probably use a lot less chemicals uh, that way uh, and still receive the same effects. The thing about it is is that you would get really... You would build up an insane tolerance to caffeine pretty quickly, I'd imagine. Yeah, there's a girl I went to high school with who used to take caffeine pills. Yeah, I had some friends who would do that before, like, (laughs) athletic They're like 200 milligrams or something. What about this? So I know adrenaline has to go straight into your heart, to like work and get it pumping again, but what if we figure out a way to develop adrenaline as just a normal shot and just keep that is a thing. It, I, I thought it, no, I'm, you can you epipen into your leg. Yeah, yeah epipen it's is like, essentially just goes adrenaline. To your leg oh, I didn't know epipens were. Adrenaline. Yeah, that's you know adrenaline. Else, you know what else makes adrenaline? What? Oh, I just forgot the name of them. Um, bees. Nope, that's adrenaline. Bam! Smelling <laughs> salts. You. Smelling salts. Oh, oh dude, me, me and Keenan yeah. both actually have smells. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I was well, one. If, if I was one. Told you guys about them. You're right. Well, I knew they were a thing, but I didn't know they created adrenaline like that's that. That's essentially what it does. It just so what it. what happens is is that the ammonia in the ammonia and the alcohol mix, and it creates a substance that reacts with the water molecules right. in your nose, dude. and it basically like opens up your epinephrine gland. I think it's I think it's what it's called. I don't, it opens I, up some gland. I can't fact check you, of, so I'm just gonna say yes. Yeah. So it just releases a bunch of epinephrine, which is adrenaline. Um, and, and you feel the adrenaline shock kind of, um, I always forget about those. I actually yeah. do need to give me some of those for work. See, the thing <laughs> is, I don't think you need them for work, but <laughs> oh, I definitely do, dude. They really, they just, they just wake you up. That's yeah. Really it's, it. but well, it's not, lo- it's not lasting energy. Well, It'll get you yeah. for like a minute. I mean, I've yeah, had quite a few adrenaline rushes in my day mm-hmm. and uh, like, there's always a massive crash. Like, yeah. um, so like it, it, even in short bursts like that, it probably does something no, that, that's definitely what I need, though, because when, I, I, mean, got, when I got to work this morning, I, I as soon as I clocked in, I walked by the registers, and I grabbed my energy drink and bought it and chugged it. <laughs> yeah. A lot of I people. Caffeine's yeah. longer lasting, though. At Target. Uh, for true. whatever reason, Target is just full of caffeine addicts. because they overwork. Just retail work. <laughs> yeah, maybe this is Anybody's got to wake up early, probably. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, so what's your scale on this? Um, Zero to what? 
I guess one out of ten. We'll go classic. That's okay. okay. All right, I, I respect that. I'm gonna give it a a, a three. I like the idea of just another um, caffeine supplement. Yeah, because I hate caffeine, but I know it'll sell. Mm-hmm. But it's not enough to make me think that I want to put actual yeah. energy drink into my bloodstream. I think I think <laughs> I'm also going to give it a three, just because you have to get over the barrier of people getting okay with injecting themselves with an IV bag. Yeah, <laughs> I think I think there's people who are going to go. I don't know how to do that, so it's not worth it. That's there's a gateway drug go, to other things that you inject yourself. Exactly. Well, I mean. Uh, another thing with IV bags, uh, the last time I had to have one injected in me was for my appendectomy and the needle came out and I just started gushing blood. So yeah. I don't know how it just fell out <laughs> yeah. while I was walking after my yeah. surgery and it, uh, I started gushing blood. So I don't, yeah. you need a very small needle if you're going to be, and a, a lot of band-aids that are yeah. sold with it as well. Mm-hmm. And you're going to look like a heroin addict. Yes. Yeah, you're so gonna gonna track you can put it in your foot though. Yeah. The, I, the IV bag would be hidden. You wouldn't see it. It'd be like under your sleeve is the you're right still, idea. You're still going to get you know those, you know those so patches? You know those patches that people wear if they have, like, diabetes so they can insert yeah. the needle yeah. easy? It's like that. They wear them, like, on the back. Yeah, that would that'd be better than, like, like an actual IV bag where you're – because I think you just implied that you just leave the needle in at all times and you refill the bag. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, I guess you could throw it in for a few minutes. Are there different flavors, like a banana flavor <laughs> or a coffee flavor? Any Any energy drink. Can you taste through your? Blood I don't vessels? think you can. No, but it doesn't matter. It's kind of like goop. You know, they can just say like the essence of this, and people will be like, "I can tell the difference." Oh, that's a good point. You know, that's a good marketing point. marketing yeah. scheme. All right, Tyler, you said you actually had an idea. Yeah. That wasn't just now. Yeah, it was just. Um, so you guys are familiar with the show Hoarders. Yes. And the show Sadly. Antique Road. That, show. that freaks me out. <laughs> okay, I like where this is so, going. The idea is a companion show for the show Hoarders, and when they're getting rid of a bunch of their stuff, like the weird, obscure things that they have that they need to get rid of, mm-hmm. that like it's kind of like uh, after The Walking Dead, they have those like Talking Dead. It's like, all right, so we took, we're in um, Seneca, South Carolina today, and we're uh, we just cleared out Deborah's house, and there's a few items that we're gonna sell here at this like garage sale type thing. Yeah, it's, it's like an estate sale. Them trying yeah. to. Yeah, it's like an estate sale, but they're just, they follow around the hoarders people and like try to sell their like useless junk. Cause it's not like, and it, it just, it seems bad in that like it's not really profitable, but it's funny enough that people might watch it. I would watch yeah. it for the entertainment. Yeah, I just the wa- idea. I would of, watch, like, yeah, just to see what the hell they're yeah, selling. Yeah, it'd be really interesting if they had to like sign a contract that said like, uh, like we are responsible and have the right to sell anything in this house, and then they just start selling stuff. I'm like, no, you can't get rid of that. It's like too bad. We're gonna sue you if you don't. Yeah. Capitalism, do baby. Yeah, <laughs> I watch. That'd it. be kind of crazy, actually. Yeah, you, crazy have to make reality them, show. you make them watch, and they're like, "That's worth way more than four cents." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just an antique hoarder. Yeah. Roadshow. Yeah. Right. What do you mean my jar or, full of fingernails for a year is worth anything? Or it could be anything? like, oh, it's so gross. You go through like the season. Now, people would actually buy that kind of stuff too. I'm yeah, sure. I know. But like you go through yeah. a season of hoarders and then they like take the highlights and then they take it on like a tour and then try to like sell it that way. They take like That's the crazy. items. I feel like some of Yeah, cause, I mean, hoarders, imagine like the, the, they have just an insane amount of stuff. There has to be something interesting, something insanely interesting in there. Well, that has a lot of character that, that someone would go like, oh, I'd, I'd buy that. This would basically be Storage Wars, but just with houses yeah. and crap. Yeah. yeah, it'd be something similar. I mean, all of those shows are pretty popular. Well, but it's not, it's, not just sto- it's not just Storage Wars, but you know the person who owns it, and you know that the person who owns it does not want to get rid of it as well, which makes it even more interesting. Oh, I didn't, I didn't think about that. And then that. you make like, them watch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I didn't think about the the fact that like if I bought it off someone and they knew it and they were mad about it, that'd be kind of funny. Like that, say I was across the country and they couldn't do a single thing about it. That, <laughs> that reminds would make me it hilarious. On, that reminds me on whenever I was growing up, one time on Christmas. Uh, so when on Christmas, since I have two brothers, my parents would always wrap our gifts in different wrapping paper. So it was really like they didn't have to put names on them. Mm-hmm. They were just like, okay, this wrapping paper's yours. This wrapping paper's yours, and it's super easy to tell who's was who. Mm-hmm. So we're doing that, and I'm opening up my gifts, and I open up this jacket. I'm like, oh, this is a really nice jacket. And then my brother looked at me, my older brother, and he just looked at me straight in the eye, like dead-eyed me. Then turned to my mom, and then turned to me, and then turned to my He was so mad. I was like, what's going on? He said, I took mom. She asked what I wanted, and I said a jacket. So I went out shopping with her and picked this jacket out for myself. 
<laughs> but my mom accidentally wrapped it for me. She wrapped it in the wrong one. Oh, no. Yeah. That's kind of hilarious. And I said, well, now it's my jacket. Oh, no. oh my and he God. said, and, and he said, and he said, I, I will trade you like three jackets for it. And I, I like kind of did want a jacket and there was mm-hmm. one of the jackets I'd like, but at that point, the value of it is that he doesn't have it. So I'm yeah. like, I don't know. I kind of like this jacket. And I like put it on next to him. I'm like, man, this looks, and I like put the hood up good. and I'm like, man, I'm really, and then your I wore it to your like, mom didn't intervene in this at all. No. What? And then <laughs> I imagine my mom would have been like, oh, that was in the wrong one. You no. better give that to your brother immediately. Well, no, I think what happened is she actually bought another jacket for him. Like she bought two jackets, one for me and one for him mm-hmm. and forgot whose was whose. Ooh. But she was like, well, you got the jet. Like he asked for two jackets or something. I don't remember. But I remember there's a reason well, why I, she did There didn't. were a lot of jackets involved. I remember why she didn't. But I remember, I remember he was like really mad and he was like, I will trade you three of my jackets for that one. I was like, I'm not doing that. I like this jacket. And I still have it and I never wear it. But um, mm. it was, it was really fun. And then I like wore it to the, like we have lunch, like Christmas with my family. Mm. Uh, like my extended family, and then I wore it to that. I'm like, guys, look at this great this jacket that jacket Santa got, got me. me. No, Santa got <laughs> oh, it Santa for me. Yeah, which is why my mom couldn't intervene actually, because she's oh. like, I don't know. Santa did it. Oh, that okay. That makes a lot more sense now. So first, really I thought like funny, if I had gotten actually. something for my mom, I guess you you could play it off like, oh, Santa made a mistake. Yeah, he's human too, um, and just move on from that. But, um. Yeah, I, I'd imagine that you could probably play it off like, oh, Santa gave me the wrong one. Yeah, it was really, but but in the same sense, I would watch a TV show of someone just getting like a, like they just have to watch yeah. their clothes getting sold in front of them. That's that's, that's really funny, actually. That's because they're very upset and hoarders. And they're obsessed over it, just the yeah. fact that they own it, even if it. Because they're hoarders. Yeah. They like, love their stuff. Yeah, well, that's the whole, like hoarding is almost like it when it gets that bad is like a mental mm-hmm. illness because it's like I, I can't i don't have the ability to let go oh, of this yeah no it is mental i forgot yeah. i think it might be called hoarding disorder but it is yeah. a mental disorder yeah well so then would that be like abuse yeah that's I was, that's my next question is this abuse to to mentally ill people but they need okay but at the same time i feel like hoarding is like you have to do it's, something i to think get we should it. call it exposure therapy yes that's yeah. a better way yeah I would absolutely watch that show though. Yeah, what's what's the title? People, they like get, a title? They get super no, hung I'm up. Not on. that far ahead. Yeah, we're not. The, we're not yeah. the. We're just, just the idea guys. I just came up with it about ten minutes ago. So it's, yeah. it's a good idea. I'd yeah. watch yeah, that. I was gonna say this is almost like Evan's idea too, where it started as a bad idea, but now it's turned into a good idea. Yeah. I would definitely watch that show. No, okay, I mean, so it so what takes the appeal of several other like different things? We're mm-hmm. we're helping those in need. So yeah. what uh, <laughs> what target audience do you think this would reach? Oh man! Like, I mean, like, what target? O- there's people who like like seeing odd stuff. I mean, there's people who watch shows like 90 Day Fiance, which would probably be, which is somehow even trashier than the show I just like yeah described. <laughs> Big Ed, the yeah. Show yeah. So like DLC. all these people that watch like these TLC shows that are yeah, like My Strange Addiction, like there's also there's just a huge demographic yeah. of people that like seeing people in pain. Almost. This would absolutely be on <laughs> TLC though. Like mm-hmm. if this, yeah, no, it's a TLC yeah. show for sure. TLC, reach out yeah. to us and we'll uh, produce. I think. It. I think TLC and secondary, like a History Channel kind of thing, like kind of like yeah. or like USA is. or something. Yeah, mm-hmm. but TLC first and foremost. Yeah, like because uh, yeah. American Pickers was on uh, History mm-hmm. Channel, so mm-hmm. uh, it, it yeah. it's probably in that That's vein that of. that like that area. Like, if you liked hoarders, well, of auctioning off other yeah. people's stuff. Would yeah. they give the people back the money that the, I think they would have to give them the money they sold the thing for? Be like, uh, look, yeah, I know I mean, you well, like this, oh, but I just got you five hundred dollars. You know? Okay, but then they'd go next to the thrift shop and just go buy a bunch more shit. I think I think their problem. I think they do something uh, like I mean they basically have to have like mental health professionals there and then mm-hmm. like cleanup crews and stuff mm-hmm. and they typically do that for free. So it's like hey, see if we can use this other show to make some money. Yeah, yeah. A lot of yeah, because a lot of the stuff they just throw away. And mm-hmm. surely there has to be some things in there that are worth value. Well, like that, that, that's what at first mm-hmm. I thought you could do one for each episode. I was like, no way. Like because just like. The thousands of things they clear out, there might be something that's like, okay, we could use this. So maybe like at the end of the season, they just like yeah. take the culmination of the best items and then like, it's a reunion thing almost. It's like, oh, look, yeah. let's see where they are now. And Dude, also we're going to destroy them. You know, it'd be crazy yeah. if they had like the thing, like the, um, not the, like the zombie one you're saying where, you know, they talk about it after. Mm. Uh, the Talking Dead is what it was. What if mm. they just have a reunion episode and they just have all of them in couches, like talking about it? And they're like, 
yeah, and then he threw away this, and all of them just start ganging up on the producers and start, like, screaming in the thing. That actually would be really like, funny, gathering up, gathering up a bunch of hoarders. hoarders. They, they're, that got guess, their stuff thrown away. Yeah, I guess ex-hoarders, they had their stuff thrown away, and then having them, like, get together and, and discuss, like, their losses. <laughs> <laughs> And, you know, physical items or whatever. And then at the end, we roll out the card of their, like, most prized possessions. <laughs> We're like, all right. And it's like, and this sold to Deborah in uh, Green yeah. Bay, Wisconsin. Yeah. And here's Elon Musk to blow it up with his, his <laughs> not a flamethrower. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Elon. Um, Did we rate this one yet? I don't, think, no. I don't think we did. What do you want to write it out of? Um, out of... Seven TLC shows. <laughs> okay, out of seven. seven. Six. Six. Yeah. I'm going to give it a sec. I, I I, actually, six I'm a, you know what? Since you all have given it a six, I'm going to give it a seven. Okay. Yeah, this is a... that uh, That's a very entertaining idea. I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing. <laughs> yeah, I think it morally is in a gray area. <laughs> yeah. I think that's a discussion. But that's every TLC show, arguably. That's true. Yeah. I mean, much I, every show you think of from them is like, oh, man, they are... I yeah. feel sorry for like, these like people. Like my 600 pound life or something. It's like, man, these people are like in actual trouble. Mm-hmm. And then you're just uh, glorifying and making profit yeah, off of it. They're getting, they're getting exploited. Yeah. Now you could, th- I'm sure their argument is like, oh, we're making sure that other people yeah. know what it's like to live this horrible yeah. lifestyle of being 600 pounds. Yeah. But we know what it's about. We know it's exploitation. And personally for my show, that's yeah. a risk I'm willing to take. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That is some a sacrifice. Of, yeah. Some of you may be exploited, and, and I that's don't, a risk I'm willing to take. I don't think you get any blowback for this idea. Honestly, I don't no. think I don't think really anybody is out there supporting hoarders. And if it is, it's such a, like a vocal minority, uh, not vocal, minority. or not vocal. Yeah, yeah. in vocal. Well, because silence, silent minority. Because yeah. I feel like most hoarders too, like aren't proud of you know, oh, like yeah, they're not very sure. obvious. I don't think it. hoarders are proud of yeah. their their. Uh, I don't. I don't think they go in and tell people that they're hoarders. Yeah. And I think that's part of the original show is, uh, of regular hoarders is is getting them to admit that they are a hoarder. And, and they, they have, have an issue problem. and then doing yeah. it, yeah. Yeah. This is essentially my strange addiction, but like mm. a little more But, but specifically the one to one uh, addiction. Yes. I, yeah. I, ju- I just like the idea of taking something and forcing them to sell it. I think that's so funny. Yeah, because I mean, in the long run, it benefits them by, by selling away their possessions. Yes. Monetarily, it, it, it benefits them, and realistically, it does too. But it's, it, of course, that mental gap of mm-hmm. being a hoarder and not understanding that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's uh, <laughs> probably the least morally gray show that would be on TLC, honestly. Yeah, uh, yeah. sounds like we can make some money off of the yeah, show. No. Yeah. Anyway, like I said, TLC, come find us. Yeah. So we're gonna uh, delete this whole part from the podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, wait, that, that's a good show. idea. That's a good idea. Scratch, scratch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just just cut it and send it to the executives. TLC, yeah. reach out. Yeah, please. Yeah, for sure. So I think that's a wrap on this episode. Yeah, I think so. Think Any? So. Oh, yeah. No, we all rated it already. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, hopefully we can start recording again. We have a nice studio now to, that we have the access to to record. Yeah. It's going to be a little spotty uh, just because I'm going home for the summer. Um, uh, and we record in Wichita Falls. Uh, if I'm home for summer, I'll have to visit and record every time I'm here. But uh, hopefully I'll, I'll be able to. Yeah, and this only takes an hour or so, so not, it's not, not a big deal. Yeah, it's not too bad. Anyway, guys, thanks for listening. Um, uh, share this everywhere. We don't have a Twitter or anything, yep. but uh, maybe maybe if we can get a Patreon, share then, uh, this somehow. We, we we're not on social media, but share it somehow. Yeah, consider yeah. this the, uh, the <laughs> you don't eight. have you don't have to share it on any sort of social media. Tell your friends about it. Yeah, we think we think we're kind of funny. Yeah, we need if a shout out from like an actual shark, like Mark Cuban or something. Yeah, if you think if you think this is a pretty entertaining podcast, tell your friends about it. We love you know expanding the audience. Yeah. Although consider this the A team too, because uh, <laughs> new Dylan and new Jacob may not be here every time. Yeah, yeah, we'll we're, we'll figure out the casting. Yeah, choices. Yeah, we may we may mix it up some, but sure. I think that's it. Thanks. For yeah, thanks for listening, guys. Uh,